Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson. Chris Emke. And Tyler Franzen. You're listening to Diesel Performance Podcast. we got a special episode for you guys today. Uh, we're going to dive in and talk with Tyler Franzen from Duramax Tuner. He's here in the studio talking about the new LBZ budget build that's been going on over there. Tyler, how the hell are you? Great. Great. Yeah, we got quite a project going on in the shop right now. Uh, we picked ourselves up a 2006 LBZ, and you know we got 15 grand that we're working with. Um, aside from purchasing the truck, and we're going to see how well this project goes. So the truck is a southern truck. You know, we were doing a little bit of research over a couple months leading up to the purchase. Um, Paul, you and I have done, amongst some other uh, co-hosts, guests, whatever, uh, budget builds in the past. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's an all-around budget build of what we've done prior. You know, power level, quarter mile time, you know, there was a couple credentials. Uh, we decided to flip it, you know, flip the script, do something different. We are in a sled pull area and very popular here, maybe not more so out the West Coast, uh, East Coast, as much as in the Midwest. But uh, uh, we were told we want the longest wheelbase, find it, here's a budget, make it work. And uh, yeah, yeah, we found uh, this LBZ out of Tennessee. I remember showing it to you when I first found it. I that thing is hideous. Yeah. <laughs> first off, like for our shit. listeners, I am not a four-door long bed person. And yeah. I am. I am also not like Grandpa Gold. Like, <laughs> <laughs> silver birch. I mean, silver the, birch. No, it's it's gold. The, so The color would have been different if yeah. I could have chosen. Right, but. yeah. But you didn't, and it's ugly. <laughs> but I will say, after going to a couple sled pulls, we can, we can say, I mean, the truck's yeah, already yeah. been yeah, competing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've gone to a couple sled pulls. I'm learning sled pull lingo because I'm a drag strip. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like. Five years at Duramax Tuner, two years host, a year hosting the show. Yeah. And you're, you're learning. You know, hey, you know what, guys? Life is all about the experience. All right? <laughs> drag racing. Get a couple T's in me, and I'll learn everything about the pulling industry. By a couple T's, you mean a case? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just it's a lot of fun. It's a different dynamic, right? It's a... It's honestly a really nice way to unravel after a day of work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with a case of teas. But um, go hang out with all the hill rods. Hey, they are our people. Yeah, it's fun. So, <clears throat> yeah, $15,000 budget build, work stock truck. Um, the budget that we are coming to the table with isn't like, oh, a shop budget where we get, you know, parts at cost. Like, this is a real no, yeah. world. Like All retail. Joe Joe Block off the street can go buy a truck if he had $15,000 on a credit card to spend. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is what he could do. It's almost like you're quoting a customer or something. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and, and I bought stuff used, too, off of, like, Facebook Marketplace nice. and Craigslist. So yeah. Well, you can link your – you can link iPay that way, so you can still use a credit card. Yeah. I'm pretty sure and pay that way. Yep. Just yeah. saying. What's up? Yeah, well, it, it's an interesting project. I want to put a little bit better framework around it. So, so it is it is pretty well explained, I think, at this point, right? <laughs> Tyler got uh, with the shop, and we said, okay, let's let's go find the truck. We looked at a lot of trucks. Chris, you were hard on going a different way with this and buying a, a pre-built truck. Nick, Nick was Nick big was. with, let's just buy a built truck and go a completely. No, dude wanted route. the twenty-four valve that was all ratted out. Yeah. Remember? Oh, that's yeah. what he wanted. Twenty-four. There was no twenty-four. <laughs> Any, anyways, anyways. Our, we, I wanted to use the truck that we have here at the shop. We did oh, yeah. strongly consider a pre-built truck, and I don't know if it was necessarily we want to go find a pre-built truck. One came up that was a good price. That yeah. was somebody we know. 
that was like, we know the history of the truck. We can trust this. I was. We, we strongly considered it, but I think what we came back to, and I think w- the point that I really argued hard from was we want something that everybody can do. Like, yes, you can go buy a pre-built truck. And to be honest with you, it probably would have been cheaper, even with a minor amount of modifications we had to make to been. that one yeah, yeah. to sled pull only, because it wasn't really a sled pull only truck. Um, so to make that one, the minor modifications, we would have ended up spending less money overall. But the reality is a lot of people already have a truck. That's why they're listening to the show. That's why they're looking at Duramax Tuner. That, that's yep. why they're on YouTube yep. searching things like budget builds. Yep. So to see, I already have a truck. How much money do I have to spend? Some guys, like like we got some feedback saying 15K on a truck, like you guys are crazy. If you go to the sled poles, it's hard. I, I mean, mm-hmm. that's one thing that we've learned throughout yeah. this this that, project, Tyler, is that it was really hard to keep the budget under 15K and be competitive in, in the Midwest. This is, like you said, Chris, this is the mecca of sled, pulling. of sled pulling. And just to correct there, so like, you know, there are three channels. Nick wanted the built truck. I wanted the higher mileage LOI LB7 mainly for cost. Okay. It was just the cost going into yeah. the truck. Yeah. And Tyler. I don't know. Tyler was just. <laughs> what was your argument? Well, the on this the reason that I chose the LBZ, well, first off, we found that crew cab long bed. You know, in my eyes, I was like, that's a perfect wheelbase. That's what we want. And then it was a really clean truck from Tennessee. The reason I did LBZ is because, one, we already did it with Clean, clean Sweep. We had a lot of, I mean, Danny had a lot of fun with that truck. Um, so I didn't want to, you know, be another Danny you in are, the industry. Though. No. And uh, and then I didn't want to do an LB7 because you know we were making that you know that fun power out of the Apache. I mean, the LB7s L- LB7, are like I'll agree with that. LB7s <laughs> are you know I don't I don't want to say like they're old, but like they're the 12 valve than well, the Duramax world. <laughs> they're older yeah, than a, yeah than yeah. A, I mean they are. No, but then <laughs> you go you go on Facebook, you go on Craigslist, you go on YouTube. Like everybody is you know going after these lbzs now the market on them is stupid high right now yeah i know and and that's like it's yeah. if somebody's looking for an lbz or somebody's looking for a duramax they're looking for an lbz yeah. so I, that's why i figured you know lbz would be the perfect truck to do because that's what everybody wants well, i mean and, i would uh, as you uh, mentioned danny danny has to approve of this build all the budget builds he's always <laughs> yeah paying, he's an lbz guru comment, he's an yeah. lbz guy so you know they're I see the value. We've gotten some feedback. Yeah, he, yeah. he was a, he, he liked it. He yeah. did. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of value in the truck that we ended up going with. Um, I, I can't argue that. Sure. Other than the initial sticker price. I thought we could have got a truck a little cheaper. That's yeah. just me. It, it did come down now. It, we bought it from somebody, again, that we know, <laughs> yep. that yep. We, we know the history on. We know what was involved in it. Yep. Like, it was somebody we could trust. And it, it was clean. I it mean, was, as far as yeah. LBZs go, it is. a it's bit a of a nice drive truck. to go get it. But it was still within our, our drivable radius. It was still a really nice truck. It so is. I think the value was there. I'm with Chris. We could have went for something that maybe wasn't in as nice of condition or didn't have a few of the things that this truck already had on it um, and spent a little less money up front. But at the end of the day, we got this truck. And then we said, okay, 15K. And we, we came up with 15K because we looked at what 25 bought us and we looked at what 10 bought us. And we said, if we put it at 15 and you do it right and you do all the labor yourself – just about um you can do this like it's going to be hard though and that was the idea is we didn't want to softball it out there and give you 25 grand to just go run around and spend money at will and yeah like who gives a shit i got an extra 10k in repair budget right yeah that's that's not a challenge and 10k we really just thought you might not be competitive like like to make you competitive 
on 10K of upgrades, there was a lot of things we would have to cut out or we would have to do totally differently that I think would, would give up those chances of, of taking it to that level. Now, we're not trying to tell guys that if you don't got 15K to put into your truck, don't go sled pull. Yeah. The idea is you've been sled pulling for a lot of years, Tyler. Tell us about some of your history in diesel performance and sled pulling. Well, I, I've never been huge in the competition side of the sled pulls. I've just always been a, an avid you know uh, attendee to watch. Um, although I did get you know tuned up a few times and go out to the local county fair and hook up my old 6-liter and go down the track, I mean, I don't have – the fullest amount of knowledge, but I mean, just traveling and watching a lot of these polls, I mean, it's, it's something that I've always loved. The, the thrill of, you know, your truck bouncing off limiter or getting close to the limiter <laughs> going down the track and, uh, you know, the truck going through a whole lot of stress with all that weight has, has been something that's really thrilling to me and I like watching. So I just, uh, this is a great, great project, and I, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So Awesome, man. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Now, this project is also kind of getting uh, documented at least the best we can over at Duramax Tuner. Uh, you'll be able to see the videos on Facebook and YouTube, so e either form you want to watch them in. Uh, you can download the full budget for sure, so that that's a cool feature where you can actually see Tyler's detailed budget. We'll be updating that throughout the season as he spends more Cause money. Because it is changing. It definitely <laughs> is changing. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, can you give our listeners a rundown of like what your initial plan was and then how that has changed? For sure, yeah. Uh, our biggest our biggest hit at first was, I mean, we were going to do our, our drop-in Stealth 67. We were going to send our injectors out to get honed. Um, and then, do, you know, a few other things like their 10 mil cp3 pump uh traction bars the standard stuff and you know when we sent our injectors out to uh exergy to have tested i mean every one of them came back as almost garbage <laughs> so that was uh that was a huge like oh shit like well that's a huge wrench in the system yeah you know when huge. we're talking about a fifth and, and to touch on the budget you have to be very strategic about the parts that you're selecting because you can't do it twice that hinders the budget yep. mm -hmm. so i remember when you were doing your first excel document right and he was like oh we have this much extra and we're gonna do this we're gonna do that <laughs> and i'm looking and i'm like fuck hundred thousand mile truck honing injectors like that's a gamble yeah so our, yeah but our we repair also budget we also repair thought budget that the is injectors were, were okay. new yeah, yeah. So our repair budget is whatever's left over. Whatever yeah. we didn't spend on upgrades, that's our repair yeah. budget. So that's yep. our surplus, right? And keep in mind, we're, we're tracking the cost of fuel, the, the cost of, of entry fees, like yep. the cost of whatever it takes to actually go out and be sled pulling goes into this budget. Mm -hmm. um, so as you watch that season go on, you expect that repair budget to, to dwindle a little bit, but you're hoping your winnings can come back in. Yeah. You're hoping that that you can have a little a yeah, little bit of repair bucks, budget man. at the end of the year, right? <laughs> yeah, like, the twenty forty. I know it's, dude. it's yeah, a joke. Just add the winnings. But um but what we see is that that first plan, I think there was probably five grand in repair budget. Like you had ten grand spent, you're like, dude, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. I got like Chris said, I got five grand left over. What's the difference in pricing on honing to 100% and buying new 100%? percent A few thousand dollars. Yep. Yeah. About, I would say you're you're easily going to be around $2,500 difference. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. 25, was, 3, something like that. Right. So so that's a that's a big chunk of your repair budget. That's more no than doubt, a, yeah. half or more than half of your repair budget. Just immediately, I mean, like a week into tearing into the truck, right? Because you tore into it yeah. like the first day. Yeah, yeah. And then you send them out to Exergy, and then you get the call from Exergy that's like, "Hey, we got to talk about your injectors." It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was go? that was a huge hit. 
Um, I got to worrying a little bit. I was, I mean, I was going down to the wire of like, maybe even, maybe I should pull off the fast lift pump. Maybe I don't need the lift <laughs> pump. Maybe I can make, maybe I can just go for it. And, and uh, so, yeah, I was, you know, once that happened, I was kind of in a little bit of a stress mode, you know, going through, doing numbers again, trying to figure out how I can make this thing work. And uh, we ended up make, getting it figured out. Um, you know, we got the injectors in back from extra g got those in the truck and you know the truck started going back together smoothly um but then you know back into getting into our budget again we had our first pull in pontiac and found out that the truck had leveling keys in it um because the front end wasn't <laughs> slamming down and i was getting so mad i was like why the hell is the front end not coming down and i looked at it i'm like i'm pretty sure these suckers are leveling keys and then you know we were towing in going down the track so i was you know I was expecting to have to, you know, get the Cognito uh, or Kryptonite whole center link and, and start working on the front end just because it was towing so bad. And I got the truck in the shop, put stock keys in it, got the front end to slam down and went and uh, pulled it again. And, I mean, everything stayed nice, true, and straight. And yeah. I was like, okay, thank God I don't have to spend like a G-note on, you know, all front, front end, end parts, yeah. which is not going to, you know, for me, I'm looking for the power and the torque. That's not going to do shit for me in my budget i'm i want all the power i can get out of my budget so yeah. um luckily i'm all i did is put like the cognito brace kit on the pitman and idler arm and uh i mean it's been holding up just fine so so i guess you know now let's fast forward okay mm -hmm. the truck makes power you yeah. got the front end down a couple of first place wins. well that's oh, so the timeline and this is something that a lot of guys i have we get to deal with on the phone they think that they spend this money on a truck, they get the power, they make the power, truck's turnkey, ready to go, they take it out a couple times, but they don't budget repairs like we keep talking about. Mm -hmm. yeah. You've been to four pulls yeah. over the last, what, two weeks? Yeah. Has the truck stayed together and been perfect ever since? No, no, <laughs> definitely not. So you went to Pontiac, went had to the Pontiac. issue with the front yep. end, Yep. brought it back to the shop, fixed that. Fourth and place that night. Fourth, fourth place. place. Out yep. of how many trucks? Out of, I think it was... Uh, Five. Was it? It was it, four. Paul. It was a small field. No, <laughs> was, I don't remember what it was, but it, it was, was like it was a small field. Six seven. or nine, yeah, or so I, I can't it remember. It was still, it was a good pull, but yeah, well, good the job. video the video was scary. So, oh god, terribly scary. Then there's then there's that following week. Fast which, forward to that Wednesday, which was awesome. Well, fast forward to that Wednesday, yep. right? Yep. So you never we said what happened at the. No, no, we yeah. didn't say what happened. It was a great pull. Um, we pulled uh, what was three nineteen. Or something like that doesn't matter but i mean there was uh 11 or 12 trucks in the class i believe and uh we placed first but got to the end of the track and boom goes the u-joint um split the the rear yoke right into so this four is pieces. that following wednesday yeah, yeah yeah so that was boom right into the right. budget like we got to go get the drive shaft rebuilt we got to go so put a new yoke on now there. you needed my expertise and my skill driving it, to pull that truck onto the trailer. Oh my God! <laughs> which I still have to get Nick, you. Nick, can you please get us a winch so I don't have to deal with this? Um, well, don't There's worry. One in the shop. I'll bill you, Tyler. <laughs> so, so, so that happened, right? Got yeah. it back to the shop. Yeah. We had a pull that following night. We did a points yeah. pull. Yeah. What happened on that points pull, oh Tyler? Oh my God! So the so the you know I came in early that morning because I'm I'm trying to do this stuff before and after hours of work and came in early the next Thursday morning. Mm -hmm. um, Pulled off the drive shaft, took it over to our local driveline shop. They fixed that, got the 
and then and then we found the yolk was broke. We yep. didn't even realize it at the pull. We then realized we split the yolk into four pieces. So luckily we had one sitting around the shop. Um, threw that in, got the drive shaft back in the truck. Um, you know, by then we're like, oh, awesome, good to go. We're ready to rock. Uh, got the truck loaded up, headed out to uh, Lake County Fairgrounds, and another shit show. Yeah. Um, I attempted to compete with the Hot Street class, which that's Jason Worley's class with his thousand horse LB7. You got Lane Mock. I think that's another thousand horse LB7. Yeah, so, so I mean, I was. I was trying to roll with the big dogs, and I was so excited because I finally had my front end figured out. I had my drive shaft fixed. Tire pressure's fixed. Tire, yeah, because we had tire pressure, uh, or we were judging tire pressure incorrectly. Um, got all that fixed. So I was super stoked because I was like, I'm going to hang out with the big dogs, and it'd be sweet if I could compete with them because I got a 700-horse truck um, in the t- pulling tune. I think it's only like 650, and I'm going with these 1,000-horsepower trucks and uh, got hooked up to the sled. In four low, I mean, it's registering on the dash. Um, couldn't really feel it, but four low. So start to uh, boost the truck up, slowly start to take off. I only see the front or the rear tire spinning. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I shut the truck off. I started it back up, put it in a neutral, put it back in a two-wheel drive, put it back in a four low. Um, still nothing. The truck went down the track in two-wheel drive, and I got a 304 or something. I got to the end of the track, which was a good pull, and uh, I was like, well, if I did that in two-wheel drive... Now, mind you, I was the first one that pulled that night, so I got the chance to turn down the pull. You and didn't even know at the end of the track you were in four-wheel drive, or you were only in two-wheel drive. He just said. Well, I did know yeah. I was in two-wheel drive. Okay. So, so I he, just... He's I, at the end of the track. He I, have, thinks- I have video that disagrees. At the end of the track, he asked somebody, did it click into four-wheel drive? No, and I, they s- said I said no. I said, were the front says, tires spinning at all? Motherfucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that we'll is a little that. over the we'll top. Yeah, but we'll I will that. say, I will say... <laughs> but he did say that. So I, he thought he was a bad motherfucker. Oh yeah, <laughs> two wheel drive yeah. down the track, three hundred four. No, motherfucker, the trailer wasn't calibrated. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They raised the weight two more. Yeah, times. That, that, so Skilled I get to the end of the track. Here. I get to the end of the track. I'm like, okay, I just pulled a three hundred five. I believe in two wheel drive. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna turn down the hook. I'm gonna get my four wheel drive figured out and get back in line and start pulling again. So I was like, if I pull a 305 with these guys, fuck yeah. Um, so I pulled the truck around. I was pissed off because I couldn't figure it out. Um, as these guys are saying, I mean, I was yelling with one of my buddies, getting pissed off. Anyways, I'm laying under the truck trying to figure out why the hell four-wheel drive's not working. And drive shaft is locked. Transfer case is locked. But front end's not locking. And uh, ended up turning down the hook. I was really pissed off that, you know, I did that drive. For pretty much nothing just to go down the track in two-wheel drive um, got the truck back in the shop the next day got it on the lift and was actually getting ready to tear out the the whole front diff because i thought i i fucked up the front diff i was getting ready to spend you know maybe a grand on a on either a new front diff or spend a couple hundred bucks on a rebuild kit as i'm going to pull the front diff out i noticed that my cv shaft is just spinning freely and i'm like you have got to be shitting me. The CV shaft never bounced out of the hub or anything or flew out any or crazy or anything like that. It literally was just sitting in there spinning. So I never noticed that I had snapped the CV shaft right after the splines coming out of the hub. And that made me really mad, but it made me really happy, too, because a CV shaft from Napa was only like – or their reman one was only like 46 bucks or something like that. So, so quick fix. What did you learn from that experience? 
look everything Tyler over more than Tyler is giving the absolute maybe look of death like, at Chris right now. Maybe test and tune four-wheel drive prior to loading it on the truck next to, on the Well, trailer. we, we kind of did. We kind of did. Kinda, Mike and I looked at it, and I'm dude. like, oh, it clicked in because we heard it click. I'm uh, like, oh, thank God. Well, we were also on the rush where we were also trying to get the truck finished uh, and put back together after hours, and I had to leave in another 15 minutes yeah, for sure. to get this over to This is the reality pull. of sled pulling because it's, it it's easy for guys like Chris and I to sit back and – you know, armchair quarterback. This right, like, Dude, like I, I got armchair it. the fuck out of everything. I got it right. Um, everybody's an expert on Monday, but but no, when you're there in the moment, it, it's when Friday. When, <laughs> it is, but that's not the same. No, but anyways, no, no, no. Um, when you're there in the moment, there is that passion, there is that drive, there is that excitement, and there is that factor of making small mistakes. And that's one of the cool things mm -hmm. I think about documenting this series is this we're is, not hiding those mistakes. This is every guy that's at the track on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. How many guys know? have to borrow a hitch? Well, my, one, like, of my, oh, one of my yeah. really good buddies, one of my really good buddies, me and him were texting before that Thursday poll. The motor for the truck that they were sled pulling was still out of the truck. They were doing a full overhaul over the last couple of days. Yeah. At 2 oh, yeah, p.m., at 2 p.m. that day, that evening of the pull or that afternoon of the pull, the motor was still not in the truck. 5.30, 6 o'clock, truck was turnkey, they're ready to go. <laughs> yeah. And that's every, that's that's every dude there. That that's is everybody. every guy. That, and, that, and that's what we want to show reality. in this series yeah. is that you, you make these plans for these budgets and then things go wrong. Yeah. And you make these plans and you, you have – Tyler, especially, I think, has a lot of resources that most guys sitting in their garage yeah, don't. don't. You know, they got six buddies who have sled pulled once, right? Who, like, and they're all experts. So, yeah. like, <laughs> that guy's got a lot of challenges. Tyler's got a lift, and he's got – you already have tools because yeah. yeah. your previous life was a mechanic. He's, he's yeah, got like, challenges. Let's not give him too much of that but, credit. But you, you, have, you have a lot of resources, you, right. you know, and it's still – even in those situations where there's guys who own shops that are yeah. that are there that borrow hitches, I've seen that oh, too, right? Yeah. Or cut yeah. hitches as they're there because they don't know the size that the, that the loop needs to be and things like that. Yeah. Like we've seen it all, right? Um, that that is the reality of this, and that's what we want to show in this video series with Duramax Tuner. Is as you're following this this uh, budget build, you're going to be able to see what went right, what went wrong. You're going to see Tyler get pissed off. Um, you're going to see him be really happy, like stupid little yeah. kid on Christmas happy over over. A hundred dollar win, Ser like, no, <laughs> fifteen thousand dollar budget. What'd you, what'd you get? There. You just pulled first place the other night. What'd you, what was the prize money? Hundred bucks. Yeah. Hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh. Hundred bucks. What did it cost in fuel to get there and back? Because uh, you're trailering it now. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I filled up the the dually before we left, and that was like ninety bucks. And then I filled up the LBZ to add a little bit more fuel to the tank to get a little more weight. And that was another fifty bucks. So oh, good. So, <laughs> so overall, <laughs> with your winnings, just your fuel budget's negative forty. Great job. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're gonna have to. Try it's for harder. passion, though. I, you know, and that's the reality here, I right? Mean, it's, it's it's for the passion. It's like of anything it. else, it's like any guy you talk to on the phone. You know, I want to build a 700, 600 horse truck, whatever. It's because you want to. It's not because you need to. Yeah, it, it, that's, for sure. It's not an that's investment. That's what you enjoy. It's a hobby. Exa it, exactly. <clears throat> so. Awesome. Well, guys, we got a really special treat for you today. Uh, we've actually got three episodes published as of this episode, so you guys are going to get to hear the audio from those three episodes. What's up, guys? Tyler here from Duramax Tuner. We have our 2006 LBZ that we recently picked up. Our plan with this truck is to build the ultimate work stock pulling rig. Um, the idea is we have a $15,000 budget. 
Um, and we are going to just work with the bone stock truck first and then, you know, uh, build it up, bigger fuel system, bigger turbo, um, upgrade the transmission, the suspension, um, and have a lot of fun with it. Alrighty, so with our LBZ budget build, we are going to be working with a $15,000 budget. Within that budget, we're going to have a handful of things as far as engine, trans, and suspension goes. To start it off, we're going to have our Stealth 67 VVT along with our King Tuning. You're looking at about $2,800 there. Um, then we get into the fuel system. From Extragy, we found ourselves a used 10 mil CP3. And then we are also going to have the stock injectors pulled and sent out to Extragy to have them hold, honed over to 100% as well. You're looking at about $3,400 there within the fuel system. Um, we're also going to be, of course, running a fast lift pump, 165. The, pr the retail price on that lift pump is going to be 66405. Um, as far as suspension goes, we're going to be beefing up the front end with Longhorn Fab's uh, bolt-on tie rod sleeves, and then we're also going to be running their bolt-on traction bars. Uh, all together, it's going to be roughly $700. Bucks. Um, and then with the rear end side of things, we're going to be throwing Big Chevy Hitch's uh, hitch receiver on. We're also going to be bolting on their sled stops because we don't want to mess up our bumper. And then we're also going to be throwing on their two-inch uh, pulling hitch. So with the price of that stuff, you're looking at about 750 bucks. Of course, there's going to be a lot more to our budget, which you guys will be able to see in detail within the video bio on YouTube. So we're pretty much giving you guys a behind-the-scenes look of what it takes to be, you know, a, a weekend sled puller. I'm Tyler Franzen with Duramax Tuner. Thanks for watching, guys. What's up guys, Tyler Franzen here with Duramax Tuner again. We got our 2006 LBZ. Last night, had the truck in the shop, did a little once over uh, over the truck on the lift. Uh, you know, check everything out as far as, uh, as the suspension goes. We found out that we do need to address the drive shaft. Uh, U-joints have a little bit of play, carrier bearing. It is a crew cab long bed, so it's got a carrier on it, and that's a little bit worn out. We also did see that we probably need to do some upper ball joints and lower just to be safe. We also got it on the dyno, and we did a little bit of spool-up testing to see how the truck ran with the current turbocharger that's in it now. It's a 4094 right now. Um, we're going to be throwing one of our Stealth Series in it. Tonight, I'll be dipping into it, and I'll be trying to pull out the injectors, the CP3, and if I get the time, I'll probably pull out the uh, turbocharger as well. So stay tuned with our budget build. We'll be giving you guys updates as the process go, goes along, and uh, check in with us on a routine basis. I'm Tyler Franzen with Duramax Tuner. Thanks for watching, guys. Hey, guys, Tyler Franzen here again with Duramax Tuner, just giving you an update on the LBZ budget build. So since the last update, I got the injectors pulled out along with the turbocharger and the CP3 and the factory Y-bridge. I found out that the factory Y-bridge kept blowing out. What they had done is they put a steel strap kind of on the, the, the mouthpiece of the bridge to hold it together, which was kind of hokey. 
So what I did is I found myself a WC Fab uh, True Wybridge kit. Luckily, I found it on Facebook Marketplace and got it for 150 bucks. So that's a, that was a hell of a deal. So I did get a phone call from Randy over at Exergy. He did get my injectors. He did run um, a couple tests on them to see how they performed. And unfortunately, the injectors that I pulled out of this truck were pretty much garbage. Ball seats were bad. But you guys can hear what, what went down in the conversation when he first informed me of what was exactly wrong with them. Three, three ball seats were bad. Um, Oh, and that they were out of spec. One was uh, completely washed out. One, two, three of them had a late end of injection, um, and the rate of injection was high. What I'm going to guess um, that higher rate of injection is is that uh, with the number of miles that are on there, the nozzles essentially started honing themselves. Uh, yeah, with the... Uh, the fuel and maybe a little bit of debris in the fuel type of a thing too. The spray holes um, were not round anymore on at least uh, the one that they uh, looked at and took the pictures of. And the CP3 is pulled out of the truck. Uh, we already got the 10 mil in from Exergy. Um, that's already been placed in the truck. Uh, we also have the turbocharger out, like I said, that will be getting replaced with one of our Stealth Series. guys so be sure to look out for our updates that we'll be posting online um, hopefully within the next few nights I'll have the turbo in the Y bridge the injectors and uh, we'll get this thing fired up here shortly I'm Tyler Franzen with Duramax Tuner thanks for watching guys For today, this has been Paul Wilson, Chris Emke, and Tyler Franzen. Thanks for listening. The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of DuramaxTuner.com. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Powerstroke, John Deere, Case, New Holland, and many more. For more information and great customer service, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. What did you learn from that experience? <laughs> look everything Tyler over more than Tyler is giving one. the absolute Maybe look of death like, at Chris right now. Maybe.